dreading the back to school routine? Stay tuned as my guests will take you from the chaos to the calm. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to help you create space to attract more money, love, and happiness in your life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and if you're listening for the very first time. I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great week. In this episode, author Laura Lynn Knight will be sharing strategies for you to have a smooth back-to-school morning routine. I will also be sharing my product at Repurpose and my book suggestion for this week. And my question for you this week is, do you and your family have a smooth back-to-school routine? Do you? So, did you know that... 539 million, ranging from primary to secondary levels, are students that will be returning to school. And that represents about 35% of the total student population across around the world, compared to 16% return to school in September of 2020. And that's when schools were open in about 94 countries. Laura Lynn Knight specializes in helping families create more calm in the home. She's a former elementary school teacher, certified positive discipline educator, and family meditation teacher who has been interviewed by Good Day LA, Great Day Washington, Today Show Online, Pure Wow, The Huffington Post, Romper, Bump, and more. So I'm going to suggest to you, to you just sit and just listen, but also share this interview with another person who you feel is feeling the same anxiety and stress as you are, as you begin to prepare for that back to school morning routine. Well, hello and welcome to the Got Clutter, Get Organized, the conversation. And I am so excited because I have author Laura Lynn Knight, and we're going to be talking about the back to school, but specifically the morning routines. I'm not sure why they always have to be hectic and chaotic, but that is why I put on an expert. So Laura, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I don't know why they always have to be so hectic, but... So I know. So, but before we get into the questions, what made you decide to write your book? And your book is called Break Free from Re- Reactive Parenting. And when I yes. thought about that topic, I was like, and your title, I was like, hmm, I thought about my own childhood, but, but what made you decide <laughs> to write the book? You know, it's so funny with books because that's often a question I get, you know, why did you write the book? And I always think, I think the book chose me, you know, just the out of life circumstances. So I was a teacher, I would have 25 kids in my class, I taught first grade and kindergarten. And I have always loved working with kids, I felt like I'm going to grow up, you know, I'm going to 
go on from teaching. I was a grown up, but I'm going to be even more of a grown up and I'm going to have kids and it's going to be kind of easy for me because I understand children so well and I have all these tools and kids love me. And then I had my two children. I have two children. Um, they're eight and 10 now. But when my son was three, it's like he doesn't listen. He won't get in his car seat. He won't wash his hands. He won't eat his dinner. Like he's, he's not listening. And here I am, this very kind of grounded mindfulness, parenting educator, you know, I, I eventually went into that, but even in the teaching realm and I'm reacting to him, like you need to eat your dinner now, or if you eat your dinner now, I'll give you a lollipop or you know whatever it is and so the critical moment for me was he was three he was mad about something this is very normal typical three-year-old behavior but he hit me on the leg and i had that yell that you can't really take back and it just came out of my mouth and it was that awful mama mean yell and his little heart withered right there in front of me and i thought there has to be a better way and I started researching and reading books and I got licensed to be a parenting educator. And the more I learned, the more I felt like there's a lot of tools, but I, there could be more tools and there could be more concise tools. And so that's why I really wrote the book. I think partially for myself, I really needed it. And then you know how it is. The more you learn, you're like, wait, everyone should know this. We should all have these tools. So uh, here we are. And the book is written. <laughs> and, you know, as and I was so sharing, I made, it made me think about my own childhood because I remember something my mother told me because she worked outside the home, but the babysitter she took me to was within walking distance. So she would drop the babysitter off then go to work. And she said, you know, she said, for a while, Janet, people did not think you could walk because mm -hmm. I always carried you. She said, but that was my way. She said, because I needed to get to work. I needed to get there on time. So I really didn't feel like dealing with whatever she was dealing with with me at that age. And I thought about it when I read your title and I was like, wow, I guess that was her way of dealing with whatever chaos I caused in the morning. It's like, look, I'm going to walk. We're going to, I'm going to pick you up. We're going to get there and I'm going to go to work. So, and which was very funny. So why are the really well for you know until you can't pick them up anymore well yeah that, was, that was true yeah that was true that was true that was a good plan in the beginning yeah so why do the back to school routines or mornings why are they chaotic and hectic in the first place like what causes all of that yeah well i mean there's so much that goes into it but kind of the the bare bones of it, right? If we want to be really matter of fact about it is we as parents are busy. So often we need to get out of the home. We need to get to work. We have whatever obligation we have for the day. We have a short period of time because our children wake up. You know, I'm still of the belief never wake a sleeping baby. So it's still hard for me to wake my children up too early. So I'm always, you know, kind of waiting to like, okay, you're up. Now let's get you ready. And we have to be there on time because that gate's closing, that bell's ringing, school's starting, and you don't want to be late. And then there's the social emotional piece too that's really important because there's the logistical, like how do I actually get out of the morning, out of the house in the morning on time? 
but our children have big feelings too. You know, your child might be really afraid to go to school. They might be having a hard time with a friend at school. They might not like their teacher. Maybe they're just so sad to leave you. You've spent the summer together. It's a long break. Here comes fall, you're going back. And so there's all those feelings inside and your child isn't necessarily like, yay, time for school, let me, get ready, do all my stuff. Okay, I'm at the back door, let's go. You know, I mean, some of us have children like that, but most of the parents I work with, that's not the case. And it's because there's so much going on. Mm. And you know, it's interesting as you were talking is now gonna make me look differently at some of the situations I see, cause I'm near two schools. So when I take my morning walk before I start my day, I see some of the parents going through some of the things you just described. You know, somebody's crying on the side and their parents trying to say, hey, you know, let's 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 think about it. let's go along or somebody is very happy and smiling and everything. Mm -hmm. So wow, it's amazing all the different dynamics that a parent has to deal with when they're really trying to get not only themselves, but also the, the little ones outside of the house. So yeah. what are some so what are some strategies or what are some things that you found that have been helpful, maybe just to have a little smoother morning routine because we're getting yes. into the back to school routine and people mm -hmm. like, and, and I think some parents are just tensing up right now. So what solutions can you give them, Laura? What's happening? Is that coming back to school? No. Uh, yeah. So, you know, one of my favorite tools, it's in my book, I always teach it to parents, is just actually creating the morning routine. And so we know school is successful because children actually really enjoy routine. That doesn't mean we have to make routines out of everything. But when they go to school every day, they know they're going to put their backpack away, they're going to sit in their desk, most likely the teacher's going to call them up, they're going to say what day of the week is it, you know, what day of the school year is it, they have their own routine. And that's partially to learn and partially because it settles the children into the room, right? You're holding that container of this is our safe space. This is our calm space. We're all settling into it. And now we're going to go on with our work day. And so the same is true at home. So with my children, we sit down before school starts. We do this every year, even though they know it by now, but we've done it since, you know, preschool, we sit down and we say, what does it look like to get ready to go to school in the morning? And then we talk about, okay, well, we brush our teeth, we get dressed, we eat breakfast, and we actually make a list. So when they're little, like when they're preschool age, they can't write, they can't really draw it. So we, I took pictures of them. You know, show me what it looks like to brush your teeth. Show me what it look, looks like to put on your clothes. And how, what order do you want to do that in? So then there's some choice too, because the other part of it is in the school system and in the home system, kids are often told what to do. They need to be able to listen, but it's also nice to have some choice. So I don't really care if my child brushes their teeth first or puts on their clothes first or eats their breakfast first. The order is not important to me but it's important to them because they feel empowered. So in the beginning, it was the pictures. And then I would go through and say, okay, what's next on your list? And then as they got older, they could draw their own pictures. Okay, great, now what's next on your list? And now they're even older. Do you wanna type it on the computer? Do you wanna put some cool graphics with it? You know, How do you want your list to look like? But this is the list that we have. 
And before school starts, we're going to practice the list a little bit and make it fun. You know, hey, let's pretend today's a school day. How are we going to get ready? Let's use our list. Okay, let's, you know, maybe we can even time it, make a game out of it, you know, have fun, be playful with it, but really keep accountable to that, which I'm sure, you know, in your organizational work, you can appreciate of just when I know when I'm doing and it's very clear and it's in front of me, then there's less time for chaos. And as you make that list this is the last thing I'll say about it. Like as you make it, if you find that putting on your shoes in the morning is literally impossible because one shoe's on the roof and one shoe's under the bed, then let's find the shoes the night before. And on the list say, every night, let's put them out the back door. You know, for us, I cannot pack a lunch to save my life in the morning. We cannot do it as a family. We always run out of time. So the night before we get together, we pack our lunches, I put them in the fridge, it's really easy to get them in a backpack. So we learn, right, as we go, what works for our family system. Mm, I mean, you just had so many wonderful strategies. I mean, first of all, the night before, because like you said, it really is kind of relieves all that stress in the morning when you're trying to just rush and make everything on time. But mm -hmm. also, you know, teaching them that one, they have control over what they do when and just practicing before because maybe somebody out there listening or watching is probably like, okay, we're back to school and like the night before, but you kind of gradually get your kids back into a routine which is wonderful and you know of course the shoe on the roof and then the shoe that's and that is good because then that could really sometimes help you know un cause a parent to react when you like well the shoe is on the roof you know and then they're like well what and so you get into the conversation but I just love the way you just wow and I mean and those are great strategies for adults just for all of you watching and listening you know make your lunch the night before put it in the refrigerator and prepare the night before as well Wow, you just said so many wonderful things. Um, so really quickly, just because when you were speaking, it made me think of something that we talked about earlier mm -hmm. is when we do that, because you said, you know, when the shoe's on the roof, right? I mean, that's just a funny example. But when we can't find the backpack and we can't find the clothes and it's one minute and then we are in that reactive space, all that social emotional support that our children need that goes out the window because who has time for it? So really we're also building that in and we're taking it into consideration because we're holding space. So instead of get in the car right now or get to the bus right now, or if you don't get to the bus right now, you don't get any iPad time on the weekend, you know, whatever that dialogue looks like. Instead, it's, I hope you have a wonderful day of, at school. I know you're feeling really nervous about going to school. Let's get there a minute early and give some extra hugs. And then I'm gonna wave goodbye to you. So there's so much more that's possible for that social emotional support when we just take care of the logistics in a different way. Mm. That is that is just wonderful. Gosh, I feel at, at peace and ease, ready for the back to school. And I don't even have any children. <laughs> so how do you, I mean, and you kind of shared it a little bit, but what are some other ways on how you stay organized? Because you're a mom of two, you know, you're, you know, you've got the wife, you, you've got community things, you've got your business, probably book tours. So how do you like just manage it all? Yeah, it's 
it's hard to manage it all. I think whatever, you know, and even when the list gets bigger, it's just as hard now as when I was just at home with my two kids and I had taken time off teaching and I wasn't even writing and doing all that because it, kids are hard in many ways and being organized is hard. And so I have, you know, the logistical tools, like I have my calendar and I have my post-it notes and I look at my day. But when I was thinking about this question, um, what really comes to mind is something that I teach to families is what are my overall values and goals as a family? And that's something I talk a lot about. Like when I'm well, my kids are full grown and I look back on this time that we had together where we were all living under the same roof. What goals and values do I hope we embodied as a family? And that's something that I sit down with my children. We have a little family meeting or a family gathering. We sit down and we talk about it. So for them and for me, mm, it's important to be connected. It's thank you. That it's important fantastic. to be connected. It's important to and have hopefully adventures. <laughs> go ahead no I said that's wonderful and that's fantastic and also as you were talking I was thinking you're really teaching your children just how to be like manage your time but also manage your life by just what you're doing now by the pre-planning and it's just wonderful okay. because then they can go up to the adults to just better manage their time as well yeah. as their life I love the way you rephrase that thank yeah. you yeah it, it is yeah. So when we sit down and we're talking about this, you know, the most important thing that always comes out for them is like, we want to have that quality time. We want to have special time. We want to have adventures. We want to have fun, you know, and we really want to be a, a community, like a little family unit. And so when I'm looking at my daily list of to do's, I'm also looking at those overall goals. And if my overall goal is that I'm going to be connected with my children, then I need to actually plan that into my daily calendar. It's not just a theory, it's actually a practice. So when I'm staying organized, you know, whether it's my calendar and it's in my phone or it's handwritten or it's my post-it notes, it's also putting in that every Tuesday, my son and I have one-on-one -on -one time and we go out and we have a dinner together. You know, that's what he really loves to do. He loves food. And so, you know, I, we make time for that. And every, you know, Thursday, I take my daughter and we do an activity together and it's something that she enjoys doing, which is not so much around dinner, but it might be something else. And so, you're thinking about that as you're doing the daily schedule, because otherwise, you know, statistically speaking, I think the newest reports are that a, a parent spends more time on a device than they actually spend with their child per day. Uh, so we just have to be really mindful about it at this point, you know, like, how do I organize my day? How do I organize it with my children and my overall goals and context? And then I can sit down and plan it the best I can. And last night I forgot my child had piano lessons. So, you know, like there's that too. The piano teacher texted me. He's like, is Oliver coming to his piano lesson? I'm like, I thought that was Thursday. Mm -hmm. I, didn't, I, I forgot it was Wednesday. And like, that's the reality of it, right? Cause it's not perfect. None of this is perfect. And that's always an important point that I wanna share when I have these conversations is, these are wonderful, beautiful goals that we strive for, and we are all doing this imperfectly, and that is totally okay. 
You know, and I really like what you shared about how you are very strategic about how you plan time with your children. Because as I said, I don't have children, but I do have two godchildren. Now, of course, Mm. you're 23, 26. And I was very strategic when they were young. Whenever they spent time with me, it was all about them. And I'm Mm -hmm. seeing the results now because even they're in their 20s, they still, you know, respond to my texts if I need something or when I see them. I just love the way my godson just lights up when he sees me. He'll just kind of do this really dance, crazy dance, and he'll give me a hug. And that really touches me. And I'm realizing because, like you said, you put that time in when they're, you know, growing up, et cetera, then later on in life, you can still stay connected. So thank you so much for sharing it, Laura. Yeah, kids really want to feel seen and heard. You know, I'm at the bottom line at the end of the day. And that's how we want to feel too. When I spend time with someone, I want to feel seen. I want to feel heard. I want the device to be put down. And I want to know that I matter, that I'm there in front of them and that my feelings and my you know, that it all matters. And that's so true. That's so true. So how can people connect with you as well as get a copy of your book? Yeah. So my book um, is sold on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target. I mean, you can kind of get it anywhere these days. And just if you go online or if they go to my website, which is lauralynnight.com, I'm sure you'll have a link. Um, they can go to my website and then it shows, you know, everywhere to order that too. I have a series of children's picture books coming out that I'm really excited about. So you can learn more about that. And then I have so many free tools on my website. So anyone that's like, Hey, I want to learn more about the morning routine. I think I even have a poster on my blog or, you know, I have tons of freebies. So that's always nice for parents too, to feel like there's just a lot of resource there. And of course, those of you watching and listening, I will have all of Laura's um, links below in the description. So Laura, thank you so much for taking time and having this conversation with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the work you're doing. Thank you. So what tips and strategies did you take from Laura? A lot of this things that she shared, we as adults can use them so we could have a smooth morning routine. So let's transition to Taylor's tip time. And as you prepare for the back to school routine, number one, go through and purge closet supplies, old assignments, projects, etc. Whatever you can get rid of, get rid of so that you can make room for whether it's a new uniform, a new outfit. You got to, you know, restock your supplies, but also just make room for them to actually have a place to put the assignments for this school year. And of course, number two is, of course, get organized, create systems for the book bag. So when they come home for the maybe the school ID for even the shoes, do they need a shoe rack? in their room or do they need to shoot do you need to put a family shoe rack by the front door number three create zones so that they can have a zone and a space in their room or either another area of the home where they can actually sit and do their studying work on reports etc possibly just have a nice 
quiet place for them to read that may not be their bedroom. Number four, create a command center so that you can actually see maybe when they have projects due and they can see that as well. And that will let you know, okay, I've got to go and maybe pick up some supplies for the future project. But also create the family command center, but also start implementing those family weekly meetings. So therefore you will know in advance what may be needed of you as a parent. And number five, and this is for everybody in the household, is to put things back because that way it will help them begin to create and learn some habits of organization, but then it'll be less that you have to clean up after. So I hope those tips from Taylor's Tip Time will help you, in addition to what Laura shared, have a smooth morning routine. So are you ready to get your life working? I'm waiting till I'm, I'm, I'm hearing some of these. You're just not even hearing you. I can see you just nodding your heads. So are you ready to tackle the disorganization, whether it's in your paperwork, your schedule, overall life? I'm here to help guide you on your journey to organization. Visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. And take action now and start making progress today. Because a lot of times it could just be a session. It could be just a conversation because you have a lot of different things going on in your mind. And just talking to somebody on how to strategically plan them in the order that you need to do them. But also plan them in your schedule. Well, I always like to take a moment to just say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, for your sharing. Please continue to follow me on all the social media platforms. Also check out my Pinterest page because I have a board specifically about time. It's all about time, but also one kids can be organized too. Check that out. And of course, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel and subscribe and click the bell for reminders because on the YouTube channel, you can hear my conversations with my guests. Well, if you are thinking of getting organized, ladies, don't get overwhelmed. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life totally organized. It's free to join. And of course, each week we like to continue the conversation starting here on the podcast. Sometimes I give them challenges. Sometimes I give them questions. I love it when the members will send me photos of things that they are working on. I just love it. I get so motivated and inspired as well. When they say, Jana, I'm working on this one. Here's a picture. And so should I do this, that, and the other? I get so excited when I see stuff like that. So please join us. Well, do you know what time it is? Are you dancing? Do you have your little dance? Do you have? Do you move things aside? It is Toss It Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, let's get rid, if you haven't already done so, let's get rid of all the stuff from last year. All the assignments, the rough drafts, the scraps of paper with scribble on it. Let's toss that out so that they can have a nice, fresh, and organized space And they could be ready for the new school year. Well, possibly you are feeling a bit 
unorganized. Maybe it's the receipts from the expense report, the project that was completed last week, and the documents that need to be scanned. Also, there's a box underneath your desk or maybe even in the corner of your home office and you don't have a clue as to what it is. Does the thought of your desk and workspace cause you stress? Well, I created an e-course which you can take anytime, day or night. It's clear your desk, clear your mind. It's a course for you whether you work from home full-time or you have a hybrid schedule. These tips are great for small business owners as well as even if you're the family manager keeping things in order. Whether you have a home office or you're working from the dining room table. So please check it out. And, of course, my app suggestion for this week is Remember the Milk. It's popular to-do list and task management app that's available on your phone, your web, Google Apps, and more. It's used by millions worldwide. And what's so nice is you can share whether it's a grocery list or even just an itinerary with those family and friends. From my Amazon shop, the monthly calendar dry erase whiteboard for wall or the refrigerator. And it is awesome because I actually have a dry erase calendar on my refrigerator where it allows me to see my week at a glance because sometimes I don't want to pick up my phone just to see what my calendar looks like. So check that out. And of course, repurpose. Repurpose. I actually, on my page, there's somebody who took, remember those floppy disks that we all had, three and a half um, size. Somebody took it and actually made a pencil cup holder. So there's so many wonderful things that you already have. And sometimes they may be a little sentimental and how you can repurpose them. So my book suggestion is from our guests this week, and it is Break Free from Reactive Parenting. Gentle parenting tips, self-regulation strategies, and kid-friendly activities for creating a calm and happy home. Again, break free from reactive parenting, which is our guest book. So please check that out. And of course, there's a link on the show page for that as well. Well, my quote for this week is, let today be the start of something new. Again, Let today be the start of something new. Something new could be, you know what? As a family, since we all take our shoes off by the door, we are going to get a shoe rack and this is how we're going to do it. Or when we take something out of a drawer, we're going to put something back. So hopefully that helps you. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in and please spread the word about the podcast to your loved ones and your social media followers and share your support by leaving a review and consider stopping, supporting, not stopping, supporting the podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links on the show page and visit my website at JanetVanTaylor.com for more information. So until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. 
My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized.